Are things better or worse the second time around? Can we really do anything more than once? More than once? More than once? More than once? Welcome to the Sports Gods Pick Show Super Bowl Special. Ant, Ace, and Malik. Ant, yeah. are you laughing? I'm laughing because of the little joke that I had earlier that for my um, my actual job when I work at a call center. For some reason, my voice just changes, but I can't do it right now for some reason. Pretend like you're answering a call. No, I can't do it. I'm just a little, you know, a little shy about it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> if, now this is the craziest thing, you can predict the exact number of points the Chiefs or the Buccaneers get. If the Chiefs only score two points, that's 5,000 to one. Because that would mean they only get a safety. It's not going to happen. Nine hundred. It's nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine to one. If they score exactly four points for the whole game, and it's three hundred to one if they score eight points, meaning they get a touchdown and a two-point conversion and nothing else. How crazy is that? So oh. crazy, people are going to bet it and they're not going to win. So Courtesy don't do that. William Hill Sportsbook, and the minimum bet is ten dollars. They should be sponsoring us. Anyways, we got the Chiefs and we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing a home game. I think it's more like the third team to really play a home game. I know they're in their home stadium, but we shouldn't remember this. But in 1989, the San Francisco 49ers, I looked this up so I can be sure. The San Francisco 49ers played not in Candlestick Park because that place was a dump. They played in Stanford Stadium which held more seats at the time of 89,000 people. So they basically drove down the street or drove about three, about 20 miles south to play in the same Bay Area. So they also stayed in their own home beds and didn't really have to go anywhere. Yeah, but I think this one counts more because it's, it's, liter- it's literally the stadium that they play all of their games in. At the very least, at the very least playing at Stanford for a team that plays at a completely different stadium. Yeah. At least the stadium itself, the feel of you know, the feel of the grass. No, I'm not saying that they had to travel. I'm saying that the I'm saying that the stadium itself is new to them because they don't they don't play there regularly. The Buccaneers played, you know, eight games there. I mean they they literally played at that stadium what four weeks ago, five weeks ago. And they played eight games this season at that stadium and they're accustomed. They've done all their practices at that stadium. They done all that. So, you know, this is, you know, the true Testament of yeah, uh, you know, them actually until tomorrow. Or I wonder if it's right. going to feel like home field advantage, though. No, because there's well, only twenty five thousand fans allowed. No, I mean you're talking about that. I'm just talking about the, the atmosphere of the Super Bowl. Is usually it seems like it's neutral. Well, I mean the 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 field itself will likely be like a Super Bowl field, right? It's not gonna it's gonna have one side with the Chiefs, one side with the Bucks, so it's probably not gonna be a. It's not gonna feel like to your point, and it's not gonna feel like a Bucks home game. Because right. it's supposed to be a neutral state, a neutral neutral site. You know, so, people are paying as much as eight grand to go to this thing, right? And Bucks fans is like coming out of their pockets to do it because they're like, I don't know if Tom Brady gonna last next year. That's a good. That's a good bet. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's. I would say it's. A, I would say it's a good bet to not assume that he's going to be, that they're going to be in the Super Bowl next year. You know, mm-hmm. um, they made it this year, and I don't see anybody in the NFC getting any better. The fact that they beat Green Bay in Green Bay kind of let me know, like, oh, this is very possible. They could run this back. Actually, LaFleur, LaFleur beat Green Bay. Because no disrespect, but um, – well, actually, no, the Rams will be better. They have an all-world defense. Now they have a quarterback who's actually capable of – speaking of that, we'll get into Matthew Stafford right now. So the Stafford <laughs> – we'll, we'll get into that because I know Malik wants to talk about that, and we should talk about that because it's big news. But Stafford going to the Rams, they ultimately become like – I'd say three wins better. Like they're a twelve-win team now, right? And they won ten games. I think mean, they won nine. Just they won nine games. <clears throat> so they'll win ten games. That's right. They won nine games because the Bears got in at eight and eight. They went nine and seven. So they'll win twelve games with him because he doesn't make as many mistakes. He has a stronger arm, and he's a more competent quarterback. He's just better. Now is he great? I don't know, but he's good, and we know that Jared Goff isn't good. Yeah, speaking of Jerry Goff, that's what I really want to talk about. That's the real story. I want to hear what he got because he's been talking about him all year yeah. round, yeah. and now he has a guy who does not have McVay anymore. So he might revert back to old Jerry Goff when he first got drafted. <laughs> I want to hear that part. You know, the old Jerry Goff. We might be going back to that. 
<laughs> Sucky well, jerk off. Well, look, I mean, if you want me to talk about him, I'll talk about him. I mean, like, I, I don't. I I mean I have obviously I have to root for him as a Lions fan I will be rooting for him to be successful or to get I, I, but I but it's I don't like exactly and that that's exactly what I'm gonna say it's like I don't have any it's again I don't have any faith in him <laughs> doing anything worth worth writing home about so you know my intention my 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 belief here is that you know he's been signed on to be a bridge to whatever quarterback either the team drafts this year or drafts next year. I completely expect the Lions to be a bad team next year because they're blowing up the entire roster and they're they're shutting a ton of contracts um, to get themselves, you know, to a point where you know they've just basically got a bunch of young kids coming in, you know, and they're they're three they're building through the draft. I'm predicting like nowhere, yeah, nowhere, nowhere more than four. Like I'm predicting anywhere between two to four wins this uh, this upcoming season, and you know if Jared Goff is the steward of a two win season. So be it. Go right ahead. Like, dude, like that's, you know, uh, you know, Godspeed. Um, he's got two years left on his deal. And then after that, the Lions can cut him with no cap hits. I mean, they can cut him. They can cut him after the first year mm-hmm. if they want to. And the cap hit is only like, I think like 15 million or something like that. So if you draft a quarterback this year, you're going to be paying him a rookie salary and you let Goff start for a whole year. If he's good, you trade him. And you find you find another place for him. If he's not, you cut him and you put your you get look get your rookie to start, and you you know you cut your losses because you you know you're paying 15 million, but you're probably paying your rookie about five, right? So you're you know you cut your losses there. 20 million dollars for oh, a no, quarterback. He's making 22 million dollars next season. No, no, no. But the cap hit is 15. If they gotcha. cut him, if they cut him, the cap hit is only 15. So yeah. you know it's I, I think from a from a business standpoint, I think it's does that a, mean he still gets 15 million dollars paid to him no matter what, whether he's on the team or not? So I think he still gets well, 15 million of it is guaranteed, right? Yeah. So he gets so he gets, he gets check cut no matter what. He gets that check no matter what. Yeah. Wow. 15 million of the contract is guaranteed. So yeah, he so, needs so to send his agent a birthday card every year. So I mean, yeah, like this year his cap hit is like 22. Right, so you couldn't cut him this. You don't want to cut him this year, right? No, no. Um, because you're just basically paying him to leave. Football. Right, right, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I think business-wise, I think this makes sense for the Lions to make this deal. You weren't getting, you know, Matthew Stafford obviously wanted to leave, and he was ready to, you know, move on to the next chapter of his career. You got two first-round picks and a third-round pick this year. So there's two or two first-round picks next year, and it's not like the NBA where first-round picks are protected. Like, wherever they land next year, that's where, that's where your pick is. Yeah. And the other thing about NFL and picks is – they're always valuable in the NFL. Right. First-round picks are always valuable. I don't care where you pick them at. Like, 18, 32, like extra five, 9, three. it doesn't matter, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you got, you know, first-round picks for the next two years out of this, plus a third-round pick this year. And if you hit on that third-round pick, you know, Russell Wilson was a third-round pick, right? So you can, you can definitely get yourself a oh, no, top-level player. Well, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to pick a quarterback there. I'm just saying you can get yourself a top-level player with a third-round pick if you, if you know what you're doing. Um, so to me, this is, this, is, this is a win-win. This is a win for Detroit, a win for Matthew Stafford. And it's only a win for the Rams if they wind up where they believe that they should be next year, which is in the Super Bowl. Well, I'd like to point out that the Rams' odds, according to the sports book that I just named and will not name again, were 18 to 1 on January 24th. So, was that um, three weeks ago? Yeah. So, this is well before the trade, right? We didn't even know that they were thinking about moving golf. They were 18 to 1. They're 18 to 1 currently, as right. of today, of this taping of February 4th. To win it or to, to, to get win. to the Super Bowl? Okay. To win. To get to the Super Bowl also hasn't changed. It was seven. That's actually a good bet if you kind of think about it. And it's seventeen really to two now. I mean, their defense is going to be a year older, but Aaron Donald is—they can't waste this year, and their corner is still pretty tough. Like that trade from the Jags is really turning out to be worth it because trading a first-round pick for a star player, it does make a difference if you have the rest of the team intact. Right. So if you gave up two first-round picks. Hey, we hit on Aaron Donald. We hit on Todd Gurley. We kind of missed on Jared Goff, but we moved him and got a better quarterback. If we can go to the Super Bowl or we can be in the playoffs the next three years with Matt Stafford, who we know is better quarterback, versus, you know, and yeah. easier division with a great defense, we should be able to win 11 games every year for the next three years. So it's worth it. As yeah. opposed to the Lions, who will hopefully in three years win 10 games. 
Well, speaking of that, I hope the Lions actually flip over those picks over to the Jets, you know, and move up to number two. Yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> they can get the quarterback then. Your Jets, and speaking of uh, football futures, the Jets are 150 to 1, which is the lowest, which is the biggest odds for any team to win the Super Bowl next year. And yeah, 75 to 1 the Jets to make it to Kansas City. No? You don't think the Jets are going to beat Kansas City next year? No, there's no way they're going to beat Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl. Right. No. And, and my Bears are 40-1, to 1, so. Yeah, your Bears have a more, right a more of a chance. Middle. I definitely would take the Bears bet than the, than the Jets. The best bet I think I see on this is the Ravens at 12-1. to 1. The Ravens and the Seahawks are both 12-1. to 1. And if you told me the Ravens and the Seahawks next season were going to be in the Super Bowl playing against each other, I'd say, yeah, I could see that happening. Because running a three-peat for Kansas City is um, unheard of. I don't think any team has actually made it to three Super Bowls in a row except for the Bills, and they lost all of them. And maybe even – not even the Steelers did that in the 70s, I don't think. So, Mm-mm. I don't know. I can't, can't remember exactly what show I saw it on. I, I would have given them credit if I remembered. But it was basically talking about the reason why Kansas City might be in it right now is because of the COVID situation, so they didn't have time to go out after the Super Bowl parties and stuff like that. Where usually would have that Super Bowl lag or whatever. All well, yeah, they had all of February and March. They were partying. Well, they were partying if, all if, of February and March. You mean you mean that the reason why they're in the Super Bowl you now is because, the right, because they, there was more, you know, they had to stay in and you know concentrate more. I don't know how any truth to that is. I mean, they were they were able to, but they were able to celebrate the they were able to celebrate back in february when they won before i mean they right, won. usually yeah. like they have the full off season that's what you're talking about they have the full uh, off season really party and stuff like that until august right mm. i got you i doubt it they they're they're there they're there again because they have the best player in the damn nfl like that's that's the reason best, why best <laughs> player with a perfect coach and the, the best player receiver. great coach faster receiver you know good defense like they have every they have all the pieces that you need to be to be a super bowl contender year over year and they'll probably be there or at least in the mix next year. So speaking of the AFC championship game, which I predicted correctly, along with the NFC title game, I was the only one that picked Tampa Bay. We all took Kansas City because we're not dumb. Oh, you just just like super everybody team. else. Because they are a super team, and guess what? Turns Actually, out did you change your mind the last minute on that one? No, I he did. Tampa. He was he was he was he was leaning one he was leaning Green Bay, then he went back to Tampa. Yeah, because yeah. I said Aaron Rodgers isn't that good. And I said, you know what? I think they can chase him down. And guess what that, they did? They I think sacked it was more Green Bay's five, No, they sacked coach. him five times. They sacked him five times. That's what it was. Jason Pierre-Paul was chasing his butt, chasing his ass all around that damn field. He was like, now nah, I'm going back to the Super Bowl, no matter how many fingers I got in my hand. I'm taking it. <laughs> and he did. Yeah. He got him. This is his last chance. These are a lot of these guys' last chances. I mean, they have like three defenders on their team that have been in the league for like 11 years each. And Dominican Sue's been playing in the NFL since 2009 or 10. Like, I, I, I was shocked to see that. But, like, they got a bunch of guys on their team. Yeah, years 2000, there, so. 2010. Yeah. I how many championships they got amongst each other. Yeah, because Stafford was drafted in 2009. So Sue was drafted in 2010. Oh. Yeah. See, so the Lions had a good team. They just, you know. They like, did. They had a good they team. Let and they, let, they, they let Sue walk. Yeah. At the worst possible time. All right. So, I'm still kicking myself for that one. But Tyreek Hill in that game just showed me how unstoppable he really is because basically they threw him a screen pass and he turned it into a seven-yard uh, game pretty much whenever he wanted. He just juked his man and then turned upfield and then just got seven yards whenever he needed it. And then that 56-yard catch was just insane. Just renaming the flash. Huh? Yeah. Just renaming the flash. That's how fast he is. And the crazy part is Scotty... Scotty what was that dude's name? The, the fast white dude from Tampa Bay? Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller. I was going to say that, but I was like, no, nah, the name couldn't be that simple. Scotty Miller is talking about I'm the fastest guy on the field. I'm the fastest receiver in the league. Um, no, you're not. I mean, he's he's well within his right to believe that. So, you know. He's faster than all of us. He ran a 4-3, but like, I don't know. He's not. I ain't seen him do anything. He's that um, Tyreek Hill's done off the line. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, well, him running past Kevin King um, in the in the, at the end of that at the end of that half was impressive. No matter how stupid it was that Kevin King just kind of let him run past him, but but what I will say what what I will say about that that scene that that whole sequence right the yeah. Kevin King I wanted to say I've been wanting to say this for two for a week now because you know nobody's been talking about it right. 
remember if you remember yes, yes. if you remember let you know earlier on in the season mm-hmm. when um <clears throat> when the jets defender let henry ruggs run past him and everybody okay. was talking about how the jets were taking the season because that would never happen nobody would ever do that well yeah. we just watched that happen in the nfc championship game with stadium. with 4 seconds left in half in the halftime so what are you going to say about that was kevin king tanking it was he was, was he was he giving it away <laughs> because, because we clearly see that this happens when we tell when i tell people this stuff happens sometimes a guy just thinks he has he has protection behind him or and he doesn't or he thinks that the guy that's running that's running with him is not that fast and he just gets burned. It happens. It happens a lot. You know, there's, the there's moments. When you see Henry Ruggs, you go, I know he's fast. Exactly. Or, or at the beginning, you either you either underestimate Henry Ruggs and you think and you think that you are fast enough to stay with him, or you believe that you have help. You have safety help behind you. And you got the play wrong. And you figure, all right, well, I can I can let him I can let him play behind me and I can play underneath it because I know that I've got help behind me. And then your help gets outrun or something like that. You know, like this stuff does happen in the NFL. So when people were saying that the Jets were tanking their season because a rookie cornerback let Henry Ruggs, you know, <laughs> blow past him, <laughs> I looked at him and was like, college. I was like, dude, that, dude what, that's, that's idiotic. It makes no sense. Oh, that was Lamar okay? Jackson. It makes no sense. That was right? a Jets and cornerback just, Lamar Jackson. Exactly. And his we just watched Lamar a veteran Jackson. corner. Yeah, his name, yeah, is, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Lamar Jackson. Of course, I got off-brand Lamar Jackson on the Jets. <laughs> and of course, it has to be off-brand. Because <laughs> we know who the on-brand one is. It ain't him. And to prove our point, yeah, exactly. Veteran cornerback Kevin King, who's well-known around the league, just let Scotty Miller do the exact same thing to him. <laughs> but nobody's saying, nobody's saying that Green Bay was tanking that. Nobody was saying Green Bay was giving that one away. So, hey, My favorite whatever. was Aaron Rodgers' answer with, like, I, I I thought I could get it on fourth down. He just had to be <laughs> honest. Like, he was just. I he was right though. He's so upset at the call. Like that, that no. wasn't my decision. <laughs> he just told us straight out. You know how angry I was at that at that, at that play. They ain't gonna move him until they want you, him gone. You, Ace, you have to realize how angry I was at that play. Why? Not not because not As not because Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers I was no, no, no. I was I was I'm rooting against Aaron Rodgers all the time because he's a Packer, right? But <laughs> that's exactly what Pat what Aaron Rodgers does to everyone else. To yes. everyone else, he I runs know. that in. And you know what he does? He does that slick shit that I knew he. I, I was like, I just knew he was gonna do it. When he when he didn't do it, I was like, what is what's going on here? This is like the Twilight Zone. He does that thing where he runs towards the end zone. He runs towards the corner of the end zone, yeah. and then he like extends the ball over the over the pylon. Yes, he pulls it right? out. so that he and he holds it out real quick, and then he pulls it right back just so that he gets he gets the call for the touchdown. As he was doing that, as he was literally as that, that play was unfolding, Ace, mm-hmm. I looked and I said, Oh my God, he's getting ready to do it. He's getting ready to run in, and he's gonna put the ball over the goal line and that's how they're going to score this touchdown and then uh-huh. he didn't do it he threw the ball i said what wait wait what's what's happening going yeah. <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> this is not this is not aaron Rodgers. this is not what i'm expecting and again nobody talks about that nobody talks about how he does this is this is what i had said when we were when we were recording uh-huh. to you know we're recording for the nfc championship and we we're making our picks yeah. is aaron Rodgers has been doing the kind of things that he was getting ready to do to Tampa, he had been doing that to the entire league and my entire NFC North division for 12 years. So when I watched him do this against Tampa and not succeed, I was like, that's what what is going on here? The power of Brady, that's what's going on. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady made a couple of crazy throws that almost got picked off. He threw three interceptions. Did he get picked up three times? He got picked up three times in the game. he, He had three TDs before that. Or three Insane, or four, man. and then Leonard Fournette was just, whew, man, like yeah. the Jaguars. The you know, Tom Coughlin. Like, if I was a Jags fan, I'd want to fight him right now, because <laughs> you gave away the best corner because he he wanted to get paid a lot and he was talking too much, and then all these guys were on playoff teams. Like he's in the Super Bowl now. He's he didn't have to leave the state of Florida. He just had to go across town a little bit further south. And now he's in the Super Bowl. You gave up Leonard Fournette for basically nothing. I don't even oh. think they, they cut him, right? They cut they him. They didn't give it a pick. Mm-hmm. They didn't give it like they a fourth him. or fifth round pick. They, this guy was your first did, overall pick. Or your, your not seventh. only did they cut him, Ace. Like what? He cleared waivers. Like he cleared waivers. And Nobody wanted to fan, pay him really, his current salary. That really bothered me. Like, you know what his current salary it makes was? It was, no like six, it was like six million. Yes. You're telling me. And so he signed with Tampa for four. I know. 
I was I was blown away. Meanwhile, really meanwhile, I was like, of course you me, have little packs. Meanwhile, my Detroit Lions signed 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 you know forty five year old Adrian Peterson. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, you still got a like because that's what we do. I heard Sway said, I think it was, what's the other running back's name? Swift. Swift, whatever. He's actually, he's actually begging the Lions to bring him back, too. He's begging the Lions to bring back who? Adrian Peterson. Because he makes him look good. (laughs) He makes me look faster. He makes me look faster. My name's just Swift. (laughs) Give him all the gold line characters. AP comes out the game. Swift comes in. You know, AP takes his crutches out. Like, yeah, who's that, who's that little lightning bolt that just came in for Adrian Peterson? Because if like, you bring yeah. somebody else in, they might take all of his reps. <laughs> I had 90 yards and a touchdown, and I was like, yeah, this is exactly what the team needs. Amazing. But I, I – okay, so we can go through our Super Bowl picks now. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are minus three and a half or minus three, depending on which uh, book you go to. So I'm going to go by the, the worst odds of minus three because I don't think this is going to be a three-point game. Although I would like to point out last year with Kansas City won, they scored 21 points in the third quarter um, against arguably the best defense in the league last season, which was San Francisco. So also in the state of Florida, they played in Miami last year. This year the game is in Tampa. So Tampa's getting that home game still. But I have to lean towards Kansas City because of the matchup with the receivers. The one thing that Tampa doesn't have is – great coverage as we saw with um drew Brees being able to throw a touchdown pass on them with no arm and aaron Rodgers being able to get a couple of touchdown throws on them they just couldn't hold it on the defensive side and with tom brady getting picked off three times in that game it let me know that he can get rattled and if kansas city can get home we'll just get a little bit of pressure they can shake him leonard fournette is kind of that wild card to me because if he can get going this may be a much closer game than I want it to be, but I think that Kansas City should be able to win this game by six points. It may come down to who gets the last touchdown, even with uh, what's his name? Mahomes' his hurt foot, his turf toe, whatever it is, he's had two weeks to rest it. I'm going with them. I'm believing in Tyreek Hill. I'm believing in them being just super fast. And Darrell Williams is actually going to play. Clyde Hiller Edwards is going to play. He's going to go from winning the title with LSU to winning the title with Kansas City. Back-to-back Super Bowl champs for the first time since, well, the Pats did it in 03-04. So, back-to-back, KC, baby. That's my pick of the week. Malik. So, now, Super Bowl week is when you go away from the Tampa Bay. Super Bowl week. This is this is the week. This is the week. Over every other week. <laughs> I rode the Super Bowl. Bay. I did. I rode the Super Bowl. Every now, other week you pick the Tampa Bay. Them. I'm picking against the home team. Yeah. Now you're, you're picking, picking against, against the super against, team. You're picking against the home team. The super team. Thank you, Ed. The super team that's hosting the Super Bowl for the first time in the, the history. Of, they are a super team. For the first time in the history of of the Super of the Super Bowl era, this is the first time it's ever happened where the the, the team is hosting the Super Bowl, and you're picking against them. I think that is. I think listeners, this is this is monumental. I don't think you guys understand how monumental this is. This is important. Um, I think Abe is finally going to catch up with them. Because I because I really so here, here's the thing. I really was hoping to be like that. You would be the contrarian here. That you would go. You would roll Brady again because you know me and Aunt are going to go with Casey. You know, I, I, Ed hasn't said a word yet, and I know he's going with KC. Okay, so I know he's not going to root. He's not going to. He's not going to pull for Brady in any way, in any way, shape, or form, right? So it was going to be me and and Ed against with KC, and you again with Tampa Bay. And here you go, just going ahead and 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 and, roll, and riding, riding with the riding with KC. Look, great way to ruin the whole episode. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> way, way way to not rock the boat. Um, K, <laughs> KC is. The, the interesting thing about this, uh, and I think the reason why I'm picking KC, um, first off, the spread is the spread is, is really low, which it should be. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it should be higher. Um, spread is low, and so they don't have to win by much, right? Watching the Kansas City Chiefs play in the AFC Championship game was laughable, and and this is not anything to say. This is not to say anything negative about the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills were a quality football team 
that if they were in the Super Bowl right now against Tampa Bay, I would absolutely be like, you know, I would I would be torn right now between them as great as Tampa Bay has, has, has looked at times. Kansas City toyed with them. Kansas City played with them <laughs> at a level at a level. At a level too. It's like playing it was like a child playing with their it toy. Real easy. It looked like they just didn't really need anything. It's like, it's like they really just looked like at some point in time they were just like, okay, um, we're just gonna I don't really care anymore. Like we're just gonna run whatever we want to run because they're not gonna stop us. So it's okay. Um look, the last time Kansas City played uh Tampa Bay. Tyreek Hill had 207 yards receiving in the first quarter. In the first quarter, he had 207 yards receiving. Okay. I, I, I just, I don't understand. I don't even know what Tampa Bay is going to try to do defensively. I have no clue. I have no clue. Like last year, the last time they figured they could, they could um, man press Tyreek Hill 207 yards in the first quarter. Okay, so now you're probably going to throw some doubles at him. You're probably going to try to try to you know cover him, shadow him with the safety or something like that, and you're going to leave man coverage against Travis Kelsey. Go right ahead. Go go ahead and do that. Your entire pass rush is going to be is going to be damaged because you can't bring any extra linebackers because now you have to now you have to man up man up Travis Kelsey. And if you can't man up Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins is still going to play. And if you can't help if you can't do anything with that, Miko Hartman and Demarcus Robinson are both going to play. And they're fast, right? If Demarcus Robinson with the COVID thing, he may or may not play. They're fast. Like, how are you going to deal with the speed of this team? How are you going to deal with how fast this team is, how talented this team is? And, oh, by the way, the best quarterback in the NFL is, 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 your, is your opponent as well on the other side. Um, the biggest thing, the biggest challenge here is obviously KC is missing, I believe, both their tackles if the other, if the other right, ta- if their right tackle – um, is not able to play because of COVID as well. Um, they could be potentially missing both of their tackles and their offensive line is not great, but I don't think that matters. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to shred this defense apart. He's going to absolutely do what he wants to do. And I do think, Ace, to your point, I do think it will be a Mike Rimmers is going to start. He hasn't been starting at that tackle position, yeah. but they moved him over to left. So I don't, I don't... And the last time he started in the Super Bowl was with Carolina Panthers and that did not right. go well. So, we'll I think see. it could be I I honestly think it could be a close game because I do think that Tampa Bay and you know the Brady Brady and the Bradettes will be good at um you know keeping things close and keeping things keeping things you know uh <laughs> connected like keeping things close enough. Uh cuz cuz Casey's defense is good but they're not like world beaters, right? So they'll be able to keep the game close, but I think it ends somewhere around a seven, six to seven point victory, similar to you. I'm going KC 38, 31, 38. Yeah, 38, 31. And back to our predicting the score. If Kansas City scores exactly 38 points, that is 20 to one. And 31 for the Bucks is 14 to one. So apparently the odds are they don't think they're going to score more than uh, four touchdowns and a field goal. Go ahead, Ed. Well, I'm not picking Brady at all. Malik's right about that. Um, Casey's definitely going to win this. The main reason is this is one person that nobody's really talking about that gave Tom Brady nightmares. I'm talking about nightmares a long time ago when he was in the Super Bowl. Who's that? That's Mr. Steve Spagnuolo, whatever his name is, Steve Spags. Remember him? Oh, the decent nope. coordinator of the New York football giants in 2007? Yes, yeah, remember those days, you know, the, the Nassau package? Who par- who parlayed that into the St. Louis Rams job? Yeah, but now who's who's the defensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs now? I believe it's Steve Spagnola. Yes. <laughs> so he definitely knows how to shake Tom Brady and give him nightmares. That's all I have to really say. It's, 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 there's no way... You know, I could easily talk about Kansas City's offense. I could talk about Andy Reid. I could talk about Eric Enemy. I could talk about, you know, Patrick Mahomes. I could talk about Tyree Hill. I could talk about, you know, everything that you guys already brought up. No need to bring that up. They, they, Kansas City's going to win this. We all know that. You know, Ace was supposed to pick, you know, Tampa Bay, but he kind of screwed up the whole show on that one. You know, we need to talk more in production meetings and these things. But anyway, I wrote it down here. It's a little backwards or whatever on the screen, but 
basically my horrible handwriting, I got 35 to, 35 to 28 to Kansas City on the over. Oh, and, and Le'Veon Bell will have a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell's going to score. Yes. You know, okay, well, that prop bet is uh, – that's a winner because that's like plus 300, by the way, for anybody uh, following along at home with the scorecards. Take that bet because I think I might do it tomorrow. <laughs> All right. My personal favorite is that the Bucks, I think, will score first, and I'm going to go with that because that's plus 110. My favorite – my favorite uh I'm gonna go with my favorite prop bet on this one. The last score of the game being a field goal or a safety, I think I like to go with that one because it just it just makes no sense that it would be, but that's plus one thirty five. And also Tom Brady to throw a touchdown pass in the first quarter, which he has never done, apparently in nine Super Bowls, which is insane to me that you would have nine chances to throw one touchdown pass and they talk about how he's the great one, and it's like that I, I think everybody just has that Atlanta game stuck in their head from like five years ago. So he's still riding off of that. But I just remembered they won that last game 13 to three. They they were playing. And I think I just retweeted this. They were playing like whoever knew that they were going to win was going to have to go to the white house. This was back when <laughs> Trump was still in office, <laughs> which is why people were making them jokes, but it was, it was 13 to three. And I get like, it was all defense, but this will not be all defense. As no. good as Tampa's defense was to carry them here, they had to put up points to get by Green Bay. And I think they're going to come up just a little bit short, and Kansas City is going to be able to score. But I think this game is going to be – it's going to take the over. And if you can do this, I would say go ahead and bet that over of over 70 points combined and because that would be plus 400 for – plus 425 for the Chiefs. Bet that Tom Brady scoring a so, touchdown in the first quarter. Definitely take that. Yeah, throws a touchdown pass, plus 150. I think that's a solid bet as well. Um, any other trades y'all want to talk about besides uh, that one? You want to talk about, oh, we're going to get to Deshaun Watson in a second. But do you think they'll actually trade Aaron Rodgers, Malik? No. I think it's <clears> – <throat> I think it's um, – I think they're going to give him more money. Really? I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be the show of faith in Aaron Rodgers. Um, maybe they'll extend him for two years, but or, or at the very least, just just they're going to let him. They're going to let him figure out whether or not he wants to stay. Okay. The reality the situation is, they could trade him whenever they want. They could have traded him last year if they wanted to. I mean, they can yeah. trade him. They can. They can get. If you just saw Matthew Stafford net three three picks, two of them being first round picks for, 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 for the lions. But he's 36. Doesn't, uh, um, no, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. He's 36. He just went to, he's, he's um, 26 and six in his last two seasons. And he just went to two NFC championship games. And the, yeah. and, and the consensus is that the two losses were not his fault. That's the but consensus. Don't you got to take the fact that Brady is how old? He's like dusty old, 99 years old in, in the Super Bowl. Come on now. You know, so, so it's, it's it, what they could get for Aaron Rodgers by just putting him out on the market would be insane. Like in terms of who would be willing to pay top dollar, you know, draft picks, players, whatever you want to get Aaron Rodgers. So the fact that they haven't, you know, really, you know, explored that from that perspective and he's not asking for the trade tells me that they're going to go into negotiations. They're going to figure out a way to just pay him more money um, to, to show that sign of faith in him. And if it means Jordan Love needs to sit out for a couple of seasons, the way that you know Aaron Rodgers did, for, I think it was four seasons until he got the he got mm-hmm. the, the nod. Mm-hmm. You do the same thing, you know. That's that's pretty much how it's going to be. And if you get to the end of Aaron Rodgers' contract and he's yeah. you know and he still wants to play, well then you let him walk. You know, you've given him you've given him that good faith. You've you know wrote it out with him, and you let him walk at thirty eight, thirty nine, whatever it is, no. and then that's it. It's basically the same cycle as the Brett Favre treatment. Basically, Brett Favre walked, well, kind of walked, and they took over twice. Yeah, well, they got tired of Brett Favre. (laughs) I'll get tired of him too. Get tired of coming back. And then he lost that champ. He lost the championship game in 2011 to the uh, Giants, right? Yep. 2011. Yeah, it was 2011 when Tom Coughlin's face was about to freeze off. Um, this is a crazy thought, and I haven't really said this, but I've been thinking it for a while. If they could trade Aaron Rodgers to Houston for Deshaun Watson and just keep this rolling and only give up one or two first round picks, but it wouldn't matter because you moved your star quarterback to get another star quarterback 
and you can just keep going. Keep going. Do Jordan Love games. Who cares? They can trade him too for a first round pick. Because if people believe so much in the promise of Jordan Love, do what the Patriots did and trade away Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett and use those picks. Now, unfortunately, they've been missing with a lot of those picks. So those picks turned into Sonny Michelle and and Keel Harry. So there that goes. But at least they had them to use them. <laughs> so that's kind of the point. The point Bad is if tickets. you need more, yeah, you need more, you know, scratch tickets to possibly win that prize. And the more first round and second round picks and third round picks, the better your chances of getting quality starters in the NFL. You know what? That's a scary, but that's actually a good trade. Now, I don't think that would would Houston do it. I think they'd be like, hell yeah, we could sell some tickets with Aaron Rodgers. Now, he'd be pissed because he knows he's not going to win. But unless he has a no trade clause, I could totally see them being like, you know what? Let's get out of all this drama. And it's either they pay him or they trade him. And if they trade him, not only do they save money because Deshaun Watson isn't in the top 10 highest paid quarterbacks, and he will be playing much longer than Aaron Rodgers will. They could kick this out another decade of them continuing to win the NFC North. And I really don't want to see that happen, but I can't imagine the Chicago Bears trading four first-round picks and Mitchell Trubisky and whoever else they want to go to Houston to have to rebuild with no team and just a quarterback or the Jets doing that and giving up all their draft capital, knowing damn well they still got half a team they got to draft just to get Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I don't see the Jets doing it. Really? I think yeah. Yeah, I don't either. I, right. I see more likely a trade back and, you know, they stockpile more draft picks and get more plays to surround Sam Donald. The Jets will, he's not going to L.A., so. The Jets will either draft Devontae Smith or – They damn well back. They'll, or, or, they'll trade, or they'll trade back and, <clears throat> and pick up, you know, trade back maybe two or three picks and pick up, you know, one of the other receivers that's coming out of there. To me, it's, you, you got to show faith in, in what – you got to either show – I'm sorry, they'll either draft Devontae Smith – or they'll do what they should do, uh. which, and I know you probably, you probably wouldn't like this, but what I would say is I would actually trade back to maybe four, maybe even five, and draft the offensive tackle. Um, what's his name? Um, you talking about Penny Sewell? Yes. That's who, I, that's who I draft. That's who I would draft. And if you, if, you, if you can trade back maybe two spots and still get them at four, because you, know, um, you know Miami – I'm sorry, you know Atlanta's taking a quarterback at four. So if Atlanta wants to come up to two, you get Atlanta to come up to two. Then the only then the only team you have to worry about is who's at three. I can't remember who's at three. Atlanta the, Dolph- take- the Dolphins is at three. The Dolphins. The Dolphins is at three, right? So you assume that the Dolphins are gonna. If the Dolphins take, maybe the Dolphins take Devontae Smith, and then you've got fuel. You got sold there. So they're me, they gonna take Smith or who's the other um, wide receiver from Alabama that actually got hurt? What's his name? Oh, you're talking about um. Uh, the guy who was the best, and then another guy came off who apparently was even better. Uh, we didn't even know. Oh, Jeter. That guy's name. I was actually writing Jeter, about right? him earlier, too. Not Jeter. Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Yeah, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Exactly. Which is crazy to me that Jalen Waddle gets hurt, and then the other dude comes up and wins the Heisman. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. thing is that Miami might actually pick so I, I want to be surprised to see the – I wasn't really um, writing about this in the, for a post I'm doing in one of my um, Jets groups, but I can see the Jets trading back to like say where Kansas City's at, I don't know, Kansas City, um, Cincinnati's at at five, and give and let Cincinnati move up to get Penny Sue because I think that's they're the ones who want them and maybe even the Dolphins want them. Oh, they absolutely want them. I think they absolutely want them. But I I I think that the Jets would be, to me that would that would solidify your offensive line. You solidify both sides of your line. You got Beckton and Sewell. That would be insane. And then you're, then you're protecting the hell out of Sam Darnold, and you're telling him, look, do, make do with the receiver. We'll get you some receivers. You know, we can sign you some receivers and, and get you some talent on that team. And, you know, we can do that through the trade, through the, through the, through the free agent market because we're the only team with money, right? So, so we're like one of the only teams with money. Wide receiver, though. They're going to take um, – they're taking Waddle if he drops to them. That's going to happen. What I really want the Jets to do is take Kyle Pitts, actually. You want Kyle Pitts? Yes. Really? Yeah, the tight end. Why? Because he's a matchup nightmare. All right. The Jets don't have that. They have tight ends, but the tight ends they have is not really all that. I mean, I I like the way – don't get me wrong. I like those wide receivers, but I – 
really like just the, the um, matchup nightmare that Kyle Pitts actually does gives. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I think this is a deep receiver draft. And I think we're going to be talking about this for years to come when it comes to those dudes because it hasn't been since 1991 that someone's won the Heisman from the receiver slot. And this dude, he showed why in that title game, but um, he didn't even do returns. So who knows? But he was just straight up running away, running by people in that game and just made it look super easy. And I was a def- definitely on that same wagon that Malik was talking about a couple, i say like maybe three or four weeks ago about um, getting Penny Sewell. But I don't know if you can have two two guys that potentially can be top left tackles and then actually ask one of them to move over to right tackle. Right. The um, tackle, I, I mean, I, I agree, but I think the tackle position right or left because of the way that the NFL – um, moves their quarterbacks around, like because of the, because of how it's not it's not the way it used to be where the left tackle was the was the guy that made all the money because he was blocking the blind side and the right tackle was um, expendable. Was, was expendable. Right. I think if you have two bookend tackles the way the NFL is now, like they're both just as important, just as valuable. Well, definitely, no, especially if you face like somebody like I think was the Browns will have like two pass rushers on you on both sides, or whatever. Right, or Broncos and stuff like that, Kansas. With Frank Clark and um, I forgot the name of the dude on the other side, but yeah, yeah, uh, was it Chris Jones? <clears throat> Chris Jones, Chris Jones right. in the middle, yeah, exactly. But so you know, getting him, I know that automatically boosts the Jets to one of the top offensive lines in the NFL. Just getting both of them having there, they better draft some defense because they gotta have to stop somebody from doing something. Oh yeah, they need cornerbacks. I trust I trust uh, Salah to do something with that. You know, they weren't a bad they weren't a bad defense last year. That was probably the best unit um, overall. I ain't saying much about the offense, but um, <laughs> but but at the very least, the defense was 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 passable. And and Salah is a is a defensive, defensive coordinator, coordinator by trade. So you know if he, yeah. he if anything he can come in and help them help them figure that out. So very true. they may not have to invest much money into that. Is what I'm saying. I think that I think you invest money in the on the offensive side, get Darnold as many you know weapons as you possibly can and enable him to take that next step and see what happens when he takes that next step. If it's, you know, maybe it's not Josh Allen level, but maybe it's, you know, a step behind that. You know? One thing I like to say about these things, about, about these quarterbacks, especially when it deals with these five quarterbacks that was in the same draft, whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't think they'd be all that if there was on teams as hard as the Jets. I don't think do Josh Allen would be as good as he is right now if he was, if he was on the Jets. Yes, he would, because he would have had to have gotten better. No, he wouldn't. Because it's like Lamar Jackson. He, had to to it, he, had he has to nobody to throw to. And he won that, MVP. Not, not only you, on the Jets, you don't have nobody to throw to. You had to deal with Gase, who's basically handcuffing you to do things. You can't change um, plays even when you see it. You have to do it exactly what he says. It's I hear same, you. And the same thing with Lamar Jackson. He would have been, been handcuffed to this. They wouldn't, he, Gase wouldn't formulate nothing around him. It would have basically been he would well, have tried to get him to do that. There. Hmm? I don't think he actually would have ended up playing with the Jets. No, he would have been, been out of the league if he was. I'm just saying that these guys was drafted to the to the Jets, and I just, and the same thing goes for Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield basically has one of the best teams in the NFL, talent wise. Yeah, I really think that most of these things are plug and play, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if you see Jets build that offensive line, build up that team, and they actually Sam Donald actually be good. I don't think Darnold's about Jets, the problem. Let's talk about I'll tell you that. But I will. Well, we already talked about the Lions, but I will get in on the Bears. We're supposed to be getting, being very active in the quarterback market, which means that Marcus Mariota, whoever else is a quality backup, Jameis Winston looks like he's actually going to end up being the starter, or who knows what's going to happen with him in New Orleans. But they're saying that they that may or may not happen. So I don't know if I have anything to look forward to of the two guys who were drafted five years ago or six years ago now in the NFL between Mariota, Winston, and whoever else the Bears might actually end up being able to draft because they still don't have this year's first-round draft pick, I don't believe. So who knows? So, Ace. It's quite possible they could end up with uh, Derek Carr somehow. Deshaun Watson aside, assuming you don't get Deshaun Watson because that's likely not going to happen. It's it's unlikely because, first of all, Houston doesn't really want to trade him, and they don't have to. He's not going anywhere for, in my opinion, two years. Right. So that's what I'm saying. If you had to put put $200 on it right now, who's your starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears 2021-22? 
No, who, who do you think is the starting quarterback? Who would you put $200 on right now to say this person will be the Bears' starting quarterback in 2021-22? So Tyrod Taylor. You can't say available. Deshaun Watson. Right. No, Tyrod Taylor is available. Marcus Mariota is still out there. Um, Cam Newton is still out there. And who's the other quarterback? Um, no, Paxton Lynch is out of the league, which is crazy to me. Who's the uh, the guy who got? Who's the guy who ended up getting hurt? He was playing for. He was playing uh, not for Arizona, but he was a backup. I can't remember his name right now. Anyways, I don't know if it's going to be him, but I think most likely it's going to be either Mariota, or it is going to be they're going to get a stopgap and they're going to go out and get Ryan Fitzpatrick for a season. As crazy as that sounds, so this, just so they could be terrible and then try to draft again. But they're trying to make the playoffs again. They think this team is constructed. They're going to try to re-sign Allen Robinson. They're going to see if he wants to hang around, depending on who the quarterback is that they bring in. Because they're really trying to win this now. Because the fact that they got into the playoffs with 8-8-8, eight, eight and eight, and that game was way too close than it shouldn't have been for the Saints. That should have let the Saints know that, that yeah, this, this ain't going to go well. The next hey, so I got a question for you. What? How happy would you be if your Bears – Went aggressive and made a tra- do the same thing like like the Lions did, but instead made a trade for um the other guy in the same same draft Watson? um Wentz. Who? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Uh, no, he they, they can keep him. <laughs> I'm sorry, because if Doug Peterson did everything like they didn't ch- like Carson Wentz doesn't really respond well. The guys on the team don't really like him. Um, the fact that Nick Foles could outplay him there, but Nick Foles couldn't fit the Bears system, I can't see how Carson Wentz would. He might be now, just um, trying to change the scenery. I don't know. People say change the scenery, but that seems kind of BS, man. Like, either you're good everywhere you go or you're not. Um, the fact that Brady came in at 43 and was able to do this on that team and still get it done, with like, and he's still able to throw the ball deep, kind of lets me know like he's one of a kind. And Carson Wentz was playing great last year until he got hurt, and all of a sudden this year he just couldn't do it. I think he's a much better quarterback than Trubisky. Um, he's much more consistent, but the way he played this year, he was actually worse. So I also wouldn't want to take Derek Carr either. I'd rather have Mariota. I'd really rather have Cam Newton because you give him people to throw to, he can make it happen. They need to work oh. on the rest of the offense as well because it looks like Jimmy Graham is definitely not coming back because his cap hit is way too high. So he's gone. They're not even going to be able to like trade him. They're going to have to cut him. So the best. Who's that quarterback on San Diego? And then Not the rookie, the other guy. As well, too. Tyrod, 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 Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor, he would be a perfect quarterback right there. Yeah, he wouldn't take as many chances. He would definitely get us into the playoffs. But they're talking about trying to win the Super Bowl because they realize this defense is kind of rare. And the fact that the Rams got Stafford, we're going to have to get someone who's at least as good as that. So unless Atlanta's really ready to move on from Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan's ready to come play in Chicago, I don't see how that works. No, I think I read somewhere that they're going to try to bring him back for another year. So, who knows? Because he's on his $100 million contract for the second time. So, And also, he's 34, 35 years old. Did they bring him back both of them and Julio Jones next year? Yeah, BC's own Matt, Matt Ryan there. So, I can't see him ended up playing in Chicago. And he's kind of an above average, kind of Stafford level kind of quarterback, except he's actually been to the Super Bowl. But he's had a lot more help in getting there, too. I I wonder what the Saints is going to do, but I could see Chicago. I don't know who they're going to try to pull off a trade for, but I can't believe it would be Carson Wentz. I could imagine them trading up to draft um, Justin, the guy from the kid from Oklahoma, the Ohio State. I could see them trading up to draft him. That seems more likely. Trading a couple of people and even moving uh, future draft picks just so they go in and get him. Because all, most of the teams that are top five don't need to draft Justin Fields. They don't. The first pick, the second pick, the third pick, all those teams have their QBs of the future. It doesn't make any sense why they would want to stay there. So, What is the other quarterback's name that you keep talking about in the draft? Besides Zach Justin Wilson. Fields, for some reason. Zach Wilson? Up. Zach yeah. you guy? Zach Wilson is they, – you know, obviously people are projecting that he's going to be the number – the second quarterback taken after Lawrence. Really? He's – Moved ahead of Fields. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. about Mac Jones from Alabama? Uh, fifth, I think, has been the, the consensus okay. on him. So it's 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 uh, Lawrence Wilson, and then Lance or Fields, 
and then um, flip flop. Some people are some people are him, and then and then Jones. Um, apparently, Jones really really showed out during the Senior Bowl last week. Um, so as what I've heard, so yeah, I saw a little bit of it. He played all right, but yeah, Chicago. It's all about the quarterback position, and also are they going to bring back Allen Robinson? If they don't, they have more cap space, but then also they don't have a number one wide receiver, which is why the team was able to be so competitive this year. And that makes it a much more position to be in as a quarterback if you have Allen Robinson. And then you also have um, a healthy Daryl Mooney coming back. You have, um, you know, healthy – uh, I can't even remember the running back's name because he got hurt very much in the first game, the kid from Norfolk State, I believe. So we're going to have to be working on the offense a lot in the – whether Jordan, not Jordan Howard, whether or not um, the running back's going to be healthy again this year. He kind of got hot late. That's what helped us on that run. So that's going to be huge for us. So we'll see about that. You guys definitely going to have to go get it really aggressive, especially with the quarterback, just to bring back Allen Robinson. It's going to be all offense. I know. I know. And I hope yeah. they do. Because if he ends up walking, that really affects what the team should be doing. But we'll see. All right. Let's finish up with some shout outs, y'all. Who's first? Let Ant go first. Go ahead, Ant. All right. I'd like to give a shout out to this guy I saw here on um, Bleacher Report, Mattress um, Mattress Mac. He's betting 3.4, million on the Bucks. Mattress Mac is a little old guy. I yeah, I don't think I can see him. 3.46 million. Yes, $3.46 million on the bucks. Is, is, the stuff right is there a reason why his name is Mattress Mac? Does he own a mattress? I don't know. Store? I didn't even get into it. I just, I just saw it. I just laughed at it. He's called it a day. Maybe something I can, y'all guys can look it up. You know, hey. something to look at after the um. I hope he's getting. His, I'm ho- I hope he's getting three points, or maybe he squeezed it to 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 a higher number. He got it for three point um, plus three point five. Where did he make on DraftKings? On draft on DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. So he, he okay. didn't even tease it up. He didn't even tease that up to tease that up to a number that made made sense. DraftKings you know. based out of Boston. This guy like, yeah. looks like he's like ninety something years old or whatever right. like that. So he better make that. Exactly. He only live once. <laughs> Yolo. Exactly. Um, <laughs> all right. Exactly. That's all my shout outs. Shout out to my Chicago Bears. Shout out to all of the players in the playoffs. Shout out to Lamar Jackson for uh, finally getting that playoff win. And shout out to Tom Brady for proving everybody wrong, for climbing your way all the way back to the Super Bowl at 43 damn years old. I was amazed by that. And for making me right every single week of these playoffs as I was picking y'all. Shout out to the rest of the super team and Dominic and Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul. I see y'all. Devin White. Um, Sorry that y'all got to lose in the Super Bowl like this. Maybe you'll prove me wrong. Hopefully not. And shout out to my Chicago Bears on getting an actual quarterback that we can be proud of. All right, you heard me talk about him already on this podcast, but you know where I'm going. (laughs) Shout out to Matthew Stafford, okay? (laughs) 12 years, I remember being at Radio City Music Hall with Anthony, my guy here. Ace, I don't remember if you were there or not. I was, that one. I left and I came back. Being there in 2009 when he was drafted, and I was getting all kinds of, all kinds of, uh, not just congratulatory, I was getting pats on the back and I was getting all kinds of sympathy from folks because the Lions had just gone 0-16 the year before. I had the 0-16 t-shirt on. I was, I was ready, I, and I was, but I was ready to embrace Matthew Stafford coming. And for 12 years, he was I embraced, I embraced, he was the best quarterback I'd ever seen on this, on this team, in this organization. 45,000 passing yards. Um, Scott close, almost 300 touchdowns, th- almost 300 touchdowns thrown. Um, he's finally getting an opportunity to go to a team and an organization that's built well, I, I'll say it that way, and that is invested in winning. And whether he wins or he loses, I honestly, truly believe that this is finally going to be his opportunity to be appreciated for his talents and his abilities in a way that he, I feel like, never got that level of that level of, uh, of of you know attention being in Detroit, and so I get it. It's bittersweet. Um, I know that the fan, the Detroit Lions fan in me, should want them to be bad because it means I get a better draft pick in the in the first round of, of next year's draft and the year after that. But like I said, twelve years, man, he was a warrior oh for God. us. 
He was a warrior for us for 12 years. I cannot root against Matthew Stafford. And what I will say is thanks a lot because you've given me another team to watch for Sunday ticket next year. Lions, Saints, and now Rams. So shout out to, shout out to Matt Stafford. I'm not buying a jersey. I don't buy jerseys. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm not buying a jersey. You're not going to um, get an Aaron Donald jersey? I'm not going to do that. I don't do that. I don't buy jerseys because jerseys are – they get – as a matter of fact, I, somebody, somebody on, on the Detroit Lions Facebook page like posted a picture of like 15 different jerseys that he's bought and all of the players are gone. And so I don't do that. I don't buy jerseys until you've retired. If, you were, like if you're a retired time. player. Exactly. Like, well, if you retire well, as a player, buy, that's fine. Don't buy any um, Detroit Lions running back jerseys. Right, I, the only the only jersey like I the, the, the only jersey I own is Barry Sanders. Like, if you retire as a member of the team, I can buy your jersey then. But, gotcha. but before that, no. Um, but yeah, shout out to Matthew Stafford. Shout out to, you know, the Rams for making the trade. You know, and investing in him because and seeing in him what, you know, fans like me have seen for twelve years. I believe in him. He's gonna get it done. You know, hopefully he stays healthy, and I'm banking it. Rams in the Super Bowl next year. Let's do it. Word. Rams versus Jets, yes. Rams Ravens. Let's do it. Rams Ravens. I'll take it. I want to see, yeah, I want to see Lamar Jackson get to a Super Bowl. I'll take Here it. For a good time, not for a long time, folks. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, bef- our, oh, no, I'll say before you roll out, I want to say my favorite prop bet, and I want to ask you guys what you think your prop my favorite prop bet of the Super Bowl yeah. is what color of Gatorade is gonna be poured on the winning coach, okay? So here's so, here, so here's 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 here's, here's the lay. <laughs> Orange is plus one sixty, red is plus one sixty five, green and yellow are um, tied for three at plus three thirty. Going green or yellow? Clear or water? Here's the thing: water. Clear. If water, yeah, clear. Either clear Gatorade. I don't even know if there is a or clear. I've never seen water. clear Gatorade or, or ice water. Yeah, it's plus six fifty. Oh, that's that's dirty. That's a really good bet. <laughs> I'm going because, green or yellow. I feel like green is a popular color nowadays. But then here's the other the last the last two. Purple is plus eight hundred. I'm sorry, blue is plus, blue is plus eight hundred and purple is plus thirteen hundred. They have purple Gatorade? I didn't even know this. this I didn't even know this. I don't even drink I don't even drink Gatorade. I mean the only Gatorades I've ever had was red and and blue and I think mm-hmm. maybe the yellow one. I think. I think I can't remember. But this is this is the type of prop bet I want to be involved in, so because again, is, is the there is no is way the, to lose. Is, is the... yeah. I think I think orange is might maybe the most the most common yeah one that gets dumped on people. Maybe because nobody drinks it, so it's usually like the most full. <laughs> like again, that's the reason why. So they're like, just we need to pick the one that has the most the most amount of uh, liquid in there because the water is probably going to be taken. I hear you on that. I, I, I'm gonna go with green or yellow. Once you said plus three hundred, it's like it's kind of right in the middle, and it's worth throwing some money on to like see what happens. Yeah. Um, my favorite one because of my boy Devin Hester. He did not retire a bear, but he's getting into the Hall of Fame because of what he did for us. Will a kickoff or punt return be returned for a touchdown? Plus one thousand. And I think that the Kansas City Chiefs can return a kickoff or a punt return for a touchdown. And that is one of the most exciting things that can happen in the Super Bowl. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be the first kick, but I believe a kick will be returned for a touchdown. Plus 1,000. If no, minus 1,800. So, I'm going to go with the yes. I'm going to throw maybe 10, 20 bucks on there and get about $200. So, let's see. And, let's say you... I already said mine's earlier. That Tom Brady throwing that touchdown. In the first quarter, with that. For plus yeah, in the first quarter. All right, I'm definitely going with that one. Come on, nine years, no touchdown ever thrown in the first quarter by this guy. That's crazy, right? Yeah, that, that makes no sense. I mean, it was a twilight zone thing. What two weeks ago with, with Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers? It could be a twilight like zone again. Fifties in the first score of the game, and it's like plus five hundred or plus fifty. <laughs> like, what, like fifty to one. And I say I say it makes sense because it was New England. The only the only season that I think that it really didn't make any sense was the twenty the two thousand seven season when he threw fifty touchdowns to Randy Moss because otherwise most of his teams were running teams. And by that right. by that end of this by that time of the season, you yeah. know you know Belichick loves to run the football and and play that Smash Mouth style. So I'm not I wouldn't be I'm not surprised. The first two Super Bowls he won. Well, I'm definitely taking a bet now. This is Mr. Pass Happy. 
Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Bruce Arians is completely <laughs> the opposite of that. So, and is Antonio uh, Brown going to play, or is he is he healthy or no? He's he's going to play. Okay, so they don't have yeah. any COVID issues with their team. I think Miko mm-hmm. Hardman. Yeah, he's the, he's their kick returner. Miko Hardman is their kick returner. Yep. And uh, yeah, he's going to get that plus one thousand. He's he's going to run one back. So we'll see what happens. All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. We are out. What's up, Ant? I was gonna say it'd be kind of cool if you see Antonio Brown do it, but anyway. All right. Enjoy the game, everybody. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the game, game, everybody. Don't have too big of a Super Bowl party and get some wings, y'all. Peace out. Peace. Peace. So we actually.